Welcome to episode 48 of Hit the Mic with me, Stacey Harris. Hello, hello. Once again, I'm your host, the Stacey Harris, and this is Hit the Mic, uh, episode 48. I can't believe it's 48. Uh, yes, I'm going to say that every episode going forward for the, till the end of time. Uh, today, uh, it's just you and me. And I'm going to talk a little bit about beta testing because I've had some questions about it recently uh, in podcast interviews I've done um, and just in some chats I've had with people uh, about why I beta, beta test and how I beta test um, products and, and programs and things like that. So I wanted to talk a little bit about that because it's not as mystical as people seem to think it is. So that's what we're going to talk about. First things first, I want to encourage you guys to head over to thestacyharris.com slash episode 48 to uh, leave a review at iTunes or Stitcher. You guys can do that uh, through links that are right there on the show notes. Also, anything I happen to mention in this episode will be included there. And also, there's a link to uh, ask me questions or request to be on the show if you think you'd be a good fit um, for the show or you just want to, you know, be on the show. Uh, send me a message and we'll see We'll see what we can do. I'm currently booking guests for... June or July, I think. So there's a little bit of a delay, but if you have something coming up that you think would be a good fit and you want to share it with us, drop me a line. Or you can also, if you don't want to be on the show, um, you can suggest somebody you'd like to hear on the show. So all of that happens over the show notes again. TheseDaysHearUs.com slash episode 48. So beta testing. I want to jump right in because it's really not that mystical. Uh, I started beta testing stuff two years ago, a year ago, a year ago, I think, I think a year ago, we'll go with a year ago. Um, when I first transitioned from doing, uh, social media management with hit the mic marketing to, um, adding some more, uh, consulting pieces and some more quote unquote coaching pieces where I sat down with people and helped them figure out what it is they were trying to do with their social media, uh, and their messaging. Uh, I, created, I launched the Rockstar Strategy Sessions, which um, were originally called uh, Rockstar Strategy Sessions, are now just called Rockstar Sessions. Uh, and I'm saying oh, a lot, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> the sessions were something brand new for me. I had never done anything like that. Uh, of course, when I had started my uh, original business, I was a VA, and then I transitioned into management, uh, social media management, after maybe a year of doing being a VA because I found that I really love the social media piece. And as you guys know, I'm huge on like businesses evolving and things changing and, and you sort of finding what fits and you sort of end up where you're supposed to be. I find that most of business is trial and error. Sorry <laughs> for those of you hoping to have like some sort of bulletproof method that's just like surefire for success. Uh, I think it's a lot more of, of figuring out what works for you and what doesn't. So, in figuring out what works for me and what doesn't, I wanted to beta test these sessions to A, see if I could do them, if I had my stuff together and could even do it, but also to figure out what kind of structure I wanted for them, what kind of questions people were going to ask, what kind of needs needed to be filled so that I was putting together the best experience possible. So I beta tested the sessions with a few people. I think I did five of them total. And I did them at a discounted price. Uh, I did them. I didn't sort of put out an open call for them. I 
I reached out to a few people who I had ta- who had talked to me about possibly um, getting my insights on on social media and how I did it and my thoughts and and what I thought might work for them. So I did that. I reached out to those people. They were happy to work with me. It was a great experience. And what I did is we sat down and scheduled the sessions, scheduled the sessions, did the sessions, and then I emailed them a survey I made in SurveyMonkey. And they were able to answer the questions about what they liked about the sessions, what they got out of it, what they didn't get away out of it. This was also a really good way for me to collect testimonials for when I actually put the sales page up for the Rockstar sessions. So I was able to not only tweak what I did, but also get feedback and, and, and testimonials so that I was able to sort of have that social proof factor when I put the sales page up. And I still do that with strategy sessions. After strategy sessions, the survey goes up because it's a really easy way to collect testimonials. But also, I all of my products, all of my programs, all of my services are living, breathing things. They evolve, they change based on feedback because the needs of my audience can change. And especially as quickly as social media moves and online marketing moves and just sort of the, the space we're in moves and shifts... Uh, things change. So I try to be really aware of that. So I always send that feedback. And also it's a really, like I said, great way to get testimonials. So I, I did that. And then when I did my first, uh, online program, my rockstar guide to Facebook, I did a beta test again because I had never done a program like that before. So again, I reached out to a select few people. I actually opened that up to my mailing list, by the way, if you ever want to beta test with me, Getting on the mailing list is the best way to do it. My VIP list is generally, if I do an open call to anybody, uh, that's where it goes out to, is the, the email list. I did the same thing for the Rockstar Guide to Google+, which is out now. I beta tested that earlier this year. That actually beta tested in January. So that I knew that the content was going to be what I needed it to be. And also, I just a personal fact about me. I tend to think that if I know something, everybody knows it. Like it's just, it could possibly be that difficult. So I can sometimes skip ahead on things. So when beta testing, it's really nice because I can share something and I can have my beta tester go, wait, is there something before this that I'm missing? Uh, and I go, Oh yeah, first you do this. And on the flip side, I can say, am I, is this too easy? Is this too beginner? And they can say yay or nay. And I know, um, then when the content goes out for the final guide or the final program, that it's going to be what people need. Obviously, if I get one tiny piece of feedback from one person, uh, it's generally unique to them. And then I, I have to make a judgment call on whether that change is necessary, um, I would suggest when doing beta testing not to take every single piece of advice uh, personally and say, oh my gosh, I have to change it all now. Look at what the trends are. If you're seeing an issue over and over and over again with people come up in feedback, that's something that needs to be addressed. If it's one tiny thing from one person, it may be a personal preference issue. And remember, whenever you're doing anything, social media, programs, services, coaching, consulting, masterminds, challenges, freebie opt-ins, podcasts, blog posts, you're never going to please everyone on the planet. So just stop trying. (laughs) You know, it's kind of like when I talked to Faraday Caesar a few episodes ago and we talked about sometimes turning people off is how you attract the right people. Uh, But you're never ever going to please everybody 100% of the time. So get over that right now. (laughs) 
Um, so yeah, so that's what I do is I, I usually put feelers out to just my sort of inner network. And then, um, if I have bigger spots or a bigger beta test happening, I will, I will open it up to my VIP list. I don't think I've ever opened anything up beyond that. Occasionally I'll put it out in some of my, uh, in select Facebook groups, like, um, like my B school groups or, or things like that. Occasionally it'll it depends on how big I want the beta test to be. I usually try to keep my beta test pretty small because I want to have, um, some one-on-one time with people so I can really get a feel for, for what their needs are and what their thoughts are. The other thing is, um, I create all of the content for like my online programs as I'm beta testing it. So that way I know that the content's fresh and I can make those changes on the move. So the fifth video might not look like the second video be based on the feedback I got after the second or third video. So I, I do that. I create that content as we go. So that's beta testing. That's why I do it. That's how I've done it specifically within my own business. I'm getting ready to beta test something this summer that's going to be launching in the fall. Um, I really do beta test everything. I think it's really a good way to tap into what your ideal clients need and your community wants and not just what and, 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 but also not just what, but also how they want to receive it. Uh, for me, I have found that as much as people love the programs and they're great, that's not the people's favorite way to get stuff from me. So people tend to like, um, one-on-one time with me or small group experiences with me, um, where I'm super involved over just straight video content. And that's feedback I've gotten back, um, in beta testing the guides is, you know, Hey, we really love the guides, but we really like the one-on-one with you or having group calls with you. So that's why the rockstar guide to Google plus, instead of being a, and get access immediately and you do your own thing, self-study thing, like it was originally intended to be is now a live program where there's a weekly call with me. Um, and that's based on feedback I got in beta and also just from people on my list and things like that. Uh, when asking sort of you click through what kept you from buying, Oh, you know, I really want that piece where it's with you. So that's what, um, we made that adjustment to. So that's beta testing. That's how I've done it. That's also a little bit about how I look at product development and my program development. Uh, it's really based on what I uh, get from, from you guys, from the community, because that is who I want to help and that's who I want to serve. And that's, that's who I want to really see results from the stuff I'm doing. So it makes sense to factor those folks in. Now, this is different if you have like a super product-based business in some instances, but not necessarily all the time. Um, if you have products, you can still do beta tests. You can still do groups. Uh, when we had Amanda Schofter on, who's a writer, we talked a little bit about her um, having beta readers. So she puts out a, a beta version of her book to select few people before she even uh, goes to the final edit process. So so that, I mean, and I'll link to a blog post in the show notes that she actually wrote about beta readers. Um, there's really a way to, to adapt that test period to whatever it is you're doing. Uh, but also don't get stuck in test mode for so long that you don't just sort of put it out there. I would have (laughs) loved to do eight test runs of the rockstar guide to Google plus and just made it super like crazy, amazing, and perfect and shiny. But the reality is that that will never happen. It's an online program based on something that makes changes all the time. Google plus the same thing happened with Facebook. Um, things happen, things change, things evolve. And also 
if I wait so long to make it perfect, then it's not going to be relevant to people anymore. People aren't going to need it anymore. So find that balance for you as far as testing the waters and trying things out and also just getting your stuff out. Um, Marie Forleo always says, um, start before you're ready. And I really, really agree with that. So that's what I will leave you with today. Um, I would love if you guys would head over to the show notes page, thestacyharris.com slash episode 48, and tell me if you've ever beta tested anything, uh, what your experience with it was, why you chose to beta test, or if you haven't ever beta tested anything, why you haven't. Um, Maybe it's because you haven't released anything yet, or maybe it's because you've always just sort of put stuff out there. So what's the reasoning either way? I I love hearing from you guys. Remember, you can always tweet me uh, your insights and your thoughts at the hashtag hit the mic as well. And, And in the meantime, I will see you guys later. Bye.